Hey Podcast Babe, welcome to season 8 of the Podcast Babes podcast. Get ready for inspiring interviews with female podcasters and a bite-sized podcast hack episode every Monday. If you want to learn more about podcast monetization or if you're ready to outsource podcast management, be sure to check out our website, thepodcastbabes.com. You can find everything there from our current pricing packages, more information about the podcast base, previous episodes. It's all there. Okay, so now let's go into today's episode. Hey, hey, podcast babes. Welcome to a new interview episode of the podcast babes podcast. I'm here today with Samantha Parker, and she is the host of the Glitter Podcast. Really, really excited to have her here today and talk about content creation, podcasting, of course. And she has interviewed some really, really big names. So I also want to know more about that, of course. So Sam, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. This is so fun. I love podcasting. And then how perfect is it to podcast about podcasting, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. You can share all your podcasting secrets with us today. (laughs) I'll try. I'll try my best. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, let's just dive straight in. Why and when did you decide to start a podcast? Yeah. So I've been working online since Instagram was like a thing, right? So I've been a content creator since before they called it content creators. (laughs) (laughs) And I always loved the idea of connecting with people and being able to have conversations. That's been my big thing is I'm like, well, how do you take it from just like a static post to like, let's have an actual conversation. And so I think podcasts really allow people the opportunity to do that. So I've had a podcast since 2017, but my podcast has changed a lot. So my podcast that airs now is The Glitter. But before I had The Badassery podcast and it was really popular, but I co-hosted it with someone. And then eventually, like, you know, as relationships sometimes do, it just had to end. Yeah. So then did you start a whole new podcast? Is the glitter just like, did you start it completely from scratch or did you transform the podcast that you previously had with a co-host to the glitter what it is now? No, we started completely from scratch. So everything that I built now has been like completely from scratch. Mm-hmm. Okay. How was it to start a podcast from scratch for the second time? Did you already know exactly what to do and was it easy or... Did you feel like you had to go through it all again? No, actually podcasting is super easy. And I feel like the first time, especially when we got started, it was presented to me in like a super complicated way, you know? And now I'm like, oh, you can just like hop on Zoom, have a conversation. Like you shouldn't stress about all the little things and just roll with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think you can make it very, very complicated for yourself. But you can also make it really simple. And I think it's interesting that you say that I was just, going through another interview that we had in this in this season and she said exactly the same thing like when when you start a podcast just like the trick maybe like the hack you know everyone always wants to know the hack to starting a podcast is keep it simple yeah it really is and I think people super overcomplicated with like their special rooms and then I had a friend who was like well I stopped doing my podcast because it was so hard to go to the recording studio and I was like why were you going to a recording studio (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is it is really cool if you can have a very, very professional podcast with very professional audio and it is all perfect. But <laughs> if that means that you cannot do it anymore, then you have to ask yourself the question, maybe like what's more important, create the perfect podcast or to get the content out there? Yeah, so 
I mean, that's really choices, you know? I guess it would really depend on your goals too. Like, are we going to be the next Joe Rogan? And like, that's all we do is we podcast, you know, or is it just an accompanies like a little accompanying piece of your business? Yeah. So I'm guessing for you, it is a part of your business. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Can you talk more about how the podcast fits in into the business? Like how, what, what do you use the podcast for? Well, so again, I think it's just another way to deep, like deeply connect with your audience. But there's so many things that if you pull back and look at the bigger picture that you can do with it. So one thing you are doing when you podcast is you're borrowing other people's audiences, right? So if I bring on a guest to my podcast, now I have access to their audience. And that's just kind of like the logistics of marketing behind it. But it's cool because then, you know, you can have an awesome conversation. And so it kind of just fits into my business with the fact that like I can use it to grow my audience, but also connect with my audience too. And they can really like get to know me. Like, you know, stories, you're seeing a curated version of my life. My TikToks are just for fun, you know. And on the podcast, I'm like, let's have a conversation with each other. And then I, of course, I use it too to promote like whatever I have going on. So it can be like a really awesome tool to incorporate into your business. I think the, the people sometimes are like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. And maybe they don't realize that it's more of like a long-term game plan as well. So when you start a podcast, like you really need to be here for the long haul. I agree. Yeah, I think you can definitely get results from the start or like relatively soon. But I feel like the real magic happens after a year or more of podcasting. Do you agree? Yeah, it's you know, you don't want to pull the plug because let's say like one month you're like, oh my gosh, I only had this many downloads. You know, you just never know like when it's going to catch fire and take off. So I think really like stick with it. And the thing that it really opened my eyes to when I had the Badass Week podcast was it was cool because we got to really talk to really amazing entrepreneurs that we normally wouldn't have got to like just have conversations with. We had Gary Vaynerchuk on our podcast. We had a ton of authors on our podcast, like big names in like the entrepreneurial space. And so it was really cool to be like, I get to like, sit with this person, you know, on camera and have a conversation with them. Like they're just giving me their time and that's like huge to me. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you get all these? Like Gary Vee is a huge name in the industry. Like everyone knows him. How did you get him on the podcast? Well, I'm all like magic. <laughs> and the right circumstances are right aligned at the right time. And it did take a lot of follow-up too. It was like, there was the, yes, I will do that. And then it was like, you know, follow-up, 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 follow-up. Then it took probably about like six months, like before, like we got the date and he came on, but it was like a really, really cool experience. But it was, it was, so the Badassery podcast, we had Badassery magazine and we were like a large global community and we traveled all over the world. So one of the girls on our team was at a, an event and he was speaking and he was like, she was like, hey, I have this group of women. And like, she just stood up and asked him a question. And she's like, I have this group of women. And he was like, I'd absolutely love to do that. I have to look at it first, you know, but he like loves what we were doing. And he was like, yeah, totally. I'll do it. And, you know, the thing about Gravy, though, is he takes that content. So while we were recording the podcast with him, he, of course, was recording the Daily B. So then we were also on a little bit of a step out of Daily B. So it was kind of like a circle, though, you know, right? So it's like we were getting content, like recording with him, but then he was using it for his stuff as well. So, yeah, because he is all about repurposing your content and like creating a lot of content, right? Is that also what he talked about on the podcast with you? And like, did he also like show that in how you worked with him? No, it was 
we were talking about just like building, you know, our own empires and keeping like our own game type of thing, you know? And I asked him, cause you know, it is different to build a business as a woman. That's just like facts are facts. And a lot of times, you know, we would get a lot of shit for like what we were doing in the world. And he was like, listen, you just have to keep your head down and like build your own building. And instead of using these things that you can look at as like being a woman or whatever you're seeing as like maybe you're the minority in the situation, it's actually, you know, you can use it as your soapbox. And that like really changed the perspective for me too. It was like, hey, it doesn't really matter. Like, this is what makes me unique and this is what makes me amazing. And it just completely shifted my mindset there too. So it was a cool experience all around. Did it like completely like blow up and our podcast got millions of downloads? No, <laughs> but we kept going, you know, having the big guests on wasn't like the secret sauce that made us successful, but it really like helps establish like a lot of things for us. I think it's really good. Thank you so much for sharing that because I think a lot of people have this expectation like, oh, I just need big names on the podcast and then it will just take off. And I also had some really big names on the podcast, which is really awesome for several reasons, but not necessarily because download numbers go through the roof. And I hear a lot of people get kind of disappointed after getting a really big name on a podcast because they're not seeing the result that they're expecting. So I think I think we need this transparency. Like maybe maybe the download numbers won't go like massively through the roof maybe it, there will be a spike but you can you can still get other things out of it and you also mentioned that by getting these really big names on the podcast you're building a name for the podcast as well right it's just really good for your brand what were some other like positive oh no you mentioned that that was not necessarily what made it a successful podcast what was the thing or a few things that made it a successful podcast so it did do one thing, though. It definitely gave me the confidence to talk to just about anyone, you know, so it kind of like you're really nervous to interview people and then you're like, whatever, I can do anything now. So that like, too, will yeah. help you in your podcasting because you get really comfortable and confident behind the mic. Like, I'm like, sure, throw me a subject. Let's chat, you know. So that's one thing it really did that made it successful is that it made me realize that like I could do this and that I had everything I needed to like just move forward. And that you don't have to have some sort of perfect setup, perfect thing going on. Like you just need to be able to have the conversation. Yeah, exactly. I love that. And again, really interesting that you mentioned confidence. That is also an answer that I've gotten from several different people on this show. And it's also not something that I expected when I started my podcast, but I definitely agree with you. Like the first few interviews are terrifying. And then at one point, it just gets easier and easier and easier. And then you just kind of have a conversation with about like literally anyone, which is really cool. Yeah. Is there anything that is completely different with the glitter, how you have your podcast now from the previous podcast? I mean, of course, it's not with a, with a co-host. It's just completely your own podcast. Are there any other things that you change that you're really happy about or that that you maybe improved? You know, one thing that I've kind of improved is really trying to like, we do the interviews, right? And that's awesome. But then I also try and give people like interview with just myself. So solo podcasts, I was like, what's the word for that? <laughs> and where I can actually like give people tips and, you know, and this work is thrown around a lot, but like add value to the space and add value to the conversation. But I'm like, hey, here's like a situation I had and here's how I worked through it. Or, you know, here's something I did in my business that brought me to the space or 
you know, it was really like an opportunity to be really open and raw. And that was different than having that other podcast with the co-host and things like that is the space just wasn't there. But when I moved into my own space, I really could control what I wanted to talk about. And so the podcast gets to evolve with me, which has been incredible. I've been able to like share my journey over this last year and just different things. And people are like, thanks for like sharing that. Like, it's really awesome. But then not only can I like share, but I can be like, hey, like try this, you know, (laughs) to get through this situation. Yeah, exactly. So it's building that connection with your listeners and also giving them tips or advice on how to deal with similar situations. Yeah. And I think this needs to be said too, you know, starting a podcast can be really healing for yourself as well. You know, you're able to tell your story. It gives you a space to share your voice and there's so much power in just like speaking up. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I think it's also really interesting. Always when I share a little bit more about my own journey or my own life or whatever, or something that I personally learned, I always get messages about these episodes and not the other episodes. Like when it's just tips, tips, tips. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's great. But when the episodes where I got really like a little bit more vulnerable, that's where I usually get the messages from that people reach out and say, oh, that was so helpful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Well, and I think it's a collective, like we're really sick of people talking at us and they want, you know, we want people to talk with us. Right, absolutely. So you mentioned that building a connection and like engaging with your audience and having having actual conversations with guests and also maybe like connecting more or in a different way with listeners that you cannot really do on social media. What has that done for your business? Do you also see a positive effect on on your business or on like revenue or like any other part of the business? Because it's not all about revenue, maybe. Yeah, I absolutely do. So on our old podcast, we did have ad spots, right? So we ran like we were to the point where people were like advertising with us and things. And obviously that was an easy revenue number to track. With this podcast, I really went for impact, right? And when I look at impact, like a lot of times people are like, well, how many people can I impact? And I'm like, I don't care like how many people, like what if I just impact one person and then they turn around and impact someone? So for me, the podcast really, that was my goal going into it was like, what impact can I have? And when someone walks up to me like at a coffee shop and they're like, I just listened to the episode where you were talking about da-da-da-da-da, like that literally saved my life. Like, That's what I wanted to do with my podcast. And so, of course, like we have like products and things that go with it. Like I have an actual glitter company. We sell glitter, you know, so it's like it's just a dynamic piece of what we're doing. But we have like a journal we have in a company like you can download freebies. So, of course, like people are getting into my sales funnels. They are purchasing, you know, my book on Amazon or they are purchasing our literal glitter. But really the most important thing at the end of the day is sometimes you have to like set aside those ego to, you know, and I don't think it's wrong to like go after like the big money or anything like that. Like my business does quite well, but sometimes we have to set aside like, you know, I've been podcasting 30 times and I was supposed to get a high ticket client or I've been doing this. Like you have to set that aside and be like, well, did I inspire someone's day to day? Like, what am I actually doing with my life that matters? Because I can tell you when you're dead, you're going to look back and be like, hey, that was really cool that me and I don't know what's her name over there were able to like make a difference and like just you know make someone smile that day versus oh it put 5,000 people on my email list you know so you really have to be like what am I doing and I think you have to evaluate too like you say you want to make an impact or you say you want like your podcast to reach people but what does that actually mean to you are you willing to talk to just one person you know before you talk to the masses 
Right, exactly. I think it's also so easy to forget that this download number that you see, this like whatever the number is, these are actual humans who listen to you speak <laughs> every week, which is actually insane. Like, you know, like this, there's this visualization exercise where like when you picture a room, even if you have like a hundred downloads for an episode, Maybe if you have that, maybe you feel like, oh, it's not a lot because some people have a thousand, some people have 10,000, some people have a million. But if you picture a hundred people in a room, that is a lot of people and they all listen to you speak. So if you would be on stage and you have a hundred people in front of you, that is, that is awesome, <laughs> right? I know. And people are really obsessed with like this, things like top rated and number one bestseller and I was featured here and I'm like I used to chase that stuff and then I realized a lot of it is bought and paid for you know or they've done like weird pushes to get like in those categories and so you just have to like quit worrying about that dumb stuff and be like what can I actually do with this like you have a mic in front of you and you have a voice and you can actually change people's lives like what can you do with that yeah I think that's a great message for for all podcasters is there anything else any other advice that you can give like other podcasters or maybe newer podcasters, anything that you see now that you've recorded so many episodes? I think The Glitter already has more than 50 episodes and then you had the Badassery podcast. So you have recorded like a ton of content. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what can you, what, what can you, what kind of advice can you give newer podcasters? I think one of the best things you can honestly do is just get an editor. And I know this is like the technical like piece of it. But then it's not a big deal if someone comes to my door and my dog barks and, you know, or if my guest wants to start a question over, like it really takes the pressure off of it, too. So I feel like just like honestly having an editor. So all I have to do is show up and record helps a ton. And there are really inexpensive options out there, too. But I think some of the best advice as well is just be like realize that like really like come here, show up and really understand that this is part of your long term content you know, plan. Like people don't just start an Instagram and they're like, oh, I'm only going to do this for six months. You know, just realize that like you're here and just roll with it. Yeah, exactly. The long-term goals, long-term over short-term goals. I think that's really important, especially in podcasting. So Sam, you also know a lot about social media and content creation there. I saw that you have a ton of Instagram followers. How do you, or like, do you market a podcast on Instagram? And I'm always wondering how do you get people over from Instagram or like your existing audience, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever, how do you get people over to the podcast? Yeah. So when I have the time to be super strategical about my videos that I'm doing, <laughs> I just got back from traveling with a company and we went to Belize and we made content about some of like the humanitarian work they're doing there. So I feel like cool. I've been like super deep in like other people's content creation, but it's been really, really amazing. But one thing that I will do too is like if I make a TikTok and I'm making like a face to camera, like we're talking right to the camera, I'll be like, I just talked about this on my podcast yesterday. And then I just keep going with my video, you know? So a lot of your marketing these days now is very like, we call it product placement. So you don't have to be like, you know, if you put a static post up on your Instagram of your podcast cover, it used to be great. And now it like won't go anywhere. So now I just kind of like casually mention it in the videos that I'm making. I will talk about it. Like if you look at my stories today, we're recording on a Tuesday and I released my podcast on Tuesdays. So I did like in my stories, I talked about the podcast that day with the link to it. So that's one way that I talk about it. I also put my newsletters out on Tuesdays. 
And so we will have our podcast link. In fact, the one I really like the topics that we just put out, it was about burnout. So I wrote the whole newsletter about it. But sometimes we'll just mention it towards the bottom. You know, you can really like put it out everywhere. But again, if you're listening, you're like, well, I don't have a newsletter. My Instagram is really small. That's why it's all about just building these different pieces and getting better as you go. You know, but that's like where I mostly push mine out. I know that you can, Pinterest can do really great things for you as well, but it's also moving over to video. So it's repurposing those TikToks, you know, your Instagram reels and like putting them everywhere. So that's what we try to do. And then if I have a guest on, I'm really kind of a B-I-T-C-H about being like, you didn't share that. You didn't, would you, hey, you might not have noticed I tagged you. Do you have time to share this? And I do realize like some days, like I'm not sharing in my stories. It's a strategical thing I do. I only dump in my stories like three or four days a week because it makes your story views higher. So, you know, but just being like, hey, like, could you share this? Like, hey, maybe you didn't see, you know, I always follow up and make sure that they're sharing it as well. Um, I put the podcast on my blog. So they like live there now forever. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I just, I'm always like, I'm always growing the top of my funnels. So that's like, you know, my social media and stuff like that. So it all just kind of funnels down into there, you know, make sure it's in your link and bio all over the place and all that stuff. I love the tip that you gave about mentioning it in a video. Like it doesn't like the whole video or like the whole piece of content doesn't have to be, I have a new episode. This is what it's about. Go listen now, which I think every podcaster does, but it can just be, oh, by the way, like I talked about this on the podcast yesterday. So you can, you can check it out if you want to know more, but blah, blah, blah. And then you just continue the video how you would always do. I think that's such a good tip. I'm going to take that away yeah, from this episode. Yeah, it's really easy to do too. You just have to practice. And you know, and again, that's just getting really comfortable with talking. So talk to your mic more. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I can make a video real quick about like burnout. You know, it needs to be like 30 seconds. And it could be like, hey, I just talked about this on my podcast yesterday. It's linked to my bio and just keep going. You know, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, very good advice. Thank you so much, Sam. And thank you for sharing about your podcast journey. I think it is awesome that you went from a very successful podcast together with a co-host to a very successful podcast on your own, sharing more of your own story. And I think it was really interesting to hear the changes that you made along the way, how you got like the really, really big names, Gary Vee on the podcast. I think if I would have to summarize this episode, it would probably be keep it simple and enjoy it on the, for the long term. Yeah, I think you know that. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Sam. It was really good ha- to have you here. All right, that's it for today. Do you want to know more of my podcast monetization and growth tips? I share my best tips with my email list. So click the link in the show notes to receive our weekly value-packed podcast newsletter. I'll see you there. Hey, podcast babe, before you go, I want to tell you real quick about a free tool that we developed, a quiz. So if you have heard me talking about podcast monetization and all the different options that you have and you're like, okay, cool, but what's the right one for me? That is exactly what you can find out in this quiz. So if you go to thepodcastbabes.com forward slash quiz, you can answer nine questions. It will only take you five minutes. And one of the podcast monetization strategies will roll out of this quiz as the perfect strategy for you. Of course, I will also give you some tips on how to get started, some podcast episodes to listen to, specified to the outcome of your quiz. So go to the podcast babes forward slash quiz, take the quiz and start monetizing.